Yo, 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 it's another episode of Dad Hats and Bowties. It is your main man, XAB. That nigga was about to say distinguished. I'm distinguished, guys. I, I wasn't, right. though. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. It was a little that. hesitation, like, you know who you are. <laughs> Stay in your place. I uh, have to build it up. <laughs> uh, yo, uh, young world, what's, what's going on? It's your man, distinguished. Uh, we are back at Dad Hats and Bowties. Where we at? This is episode, what, 62, I want to say? Sheesh, we get up there, y'all. 62. Yeah, I think it's 62. We might have to do something when we get to 75 and, of course, when we get to 100. I mean, well, our anniversary is coming up November 6th. Oh, that's I think a is, big fact. Is our anniversary, oh, so... we need to do some shit. Damn, yeah, man. Two years in the books. Two two official seasons, three years yeah. in the making. Yeah, three years in the making, yeah. Because we took that seasons. year off in the middle. Yeah. Get shit together, but... um. Yeah, I don't know what we're going to do for that, but I, I keep talking about us doing this uh, very black vision board party. I think we need to do that I think, this year. I think the time is now, and November is a fitting month for it. November is also the month of uh, Black Solidarity Day. Um, So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Veterans Day and a whole bunch of other great we things. Got, we got to do a lot of different things this year <clears throat> for the podcast. I think, right. I think so that's important, yeah, yeah. especially for 2020. Oh, yeah, especially for 2020. So... Uh, you got an all man moment? Yes, the fuck I do. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, I was waiting for you to say that shit. I'm on the motherfucking bus going home. I don't know why black people are so angry on the bus sometimes, bro. I can't bro. stand that shit. Dog. I hate it. I'm like, damn, we all on the bus. <laughs> we we all, we all here, bro. <laughs> we all together, smushed up. It is nowhere to go. Like that. It is what it is. It is what it is. But why? And I think this dude was around my age, so I would say around like 29, 30s, somewhere around there. And this young kid who clearly is young, I mean, he's tall, but he's clearly young. You could tell he's like 17, 16. I think he didn't speak when he was spoken to because he was scared. Mm-hmm. The dude basically was like, yo, you got to take your bag off, bro. <laughs> I was like, oh, and I'm right beside the kid. I'm like, I don't want to jump in yeah, it. I don't want nothing to do with I don't this. want nothing to happen. Cause I wouldn't let I, he's, I, I honestly wouldn't let it happen to the kid. Um, but long story short, he was like, "See, that's what's wrong with y'all motherfuckers." I was like, "Damn, the the approach is wrong, Everything. the language is wrong, everything is wrong, and you just hood, you just overly hood that's right just, now." Just I'm gonna punch you in the face right, wrong, right? And the kid didn't say nothing. The kid did not take the bag off. The kid was looking him in his eye, so I knew the kid was just like, I guess making sure he was talking to him. And the kid did not say nothing. The kid looked away, and his, I guess the dude's girl or the woman that was with them was like, yo, this is why y'all niggas get choked out. I'm like, damn, Sway. Like, like, why y'all throwing all these threats Why out? you doing this to this kid? 
What if he's on some yo? I got the blinky yeah. on and, and he get crazy. Blinky, uh, I got the blinky on. Uh, sticky on. Uh, uh, six nine is out. Uh, super villain. Uh, like he just go crazy. So, long story short, the all man in the moment was we still have a long way to go when it comes to bridging the gap. Well, I God I, damn the, the bus is really that's that's a the, bad place. The pinnacle. Of showing the differential in poverty. I think, like, I think that's the reason why a lot of niggas be angry on the bus because they all coming from the stereotypical impoverished areas. Mm-hmm. You stuffing everybody like sardines. Everybody on, on that these bus fucking though. buses right. that come whenever they come. Whenever they come, right. So when rush hour hit, it's like and it was rush hour. 200 niggas on the bus. And the majority of those people are kids coming from school. Kids coming from people school. People coming from work. People, People going to work. work. And not not the n- nice little no, air-conditioned no. jobs. These are the hard-working labor jobs. They want to get a seat. They get on the bus. They don't got no seat. They definitely want to get a seat, bro. They like 40 years old. They see a little 16-year-old. Get your ass up. They will I've def- been working I've, all day. I've seen it, son. <laughs> I'm like, yo, how do you get on the bus and just tell a random person, yo, get up? <laughs> I've seen it, bro. Niggas I'm like, like wow, bro. Niggas really do get up because they scared. <laughs> I'm like, yo, we got to stop. Like, the train is the step up. Yo, the train is definitely the step up. I can't do the bus no more. I'll be honest. I can't. <laughs> Last time I got on the bus, the shit was just too much shit was going on. I was like, yo, never fucking again, bro. Never again. Like, wherever I was at, the, there was no train to take me back where I needed to go. I had wow. to get on the bus to get near the train. Damn. Getting on the bus was just... It's a nightmare. The fucking kids... <laughs> <laughs> was bugging out. It wasn't like your kid. Your kid right. sound like he was mild-mannered. No, he was. The, he no, didn't say nothing. The niggas that get on the bus with me, <laughs> right. yo, they want, yo, I'm going to pop anybody who look at me wrong. <laughs> they throwing shit on the bus. Right. I will fuck one of y'all little niggas up. Like, I really will. So, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Yeah. Like, Casanova, nigga. Right. Jail call, my right. nigga. Right. Like, right. We don't bend. We don't fuck. <laughs> Trayway ass in the face. It's ass too thing. early. <laughs> we don't bend. We don't bow, my nigga. Oh my god. But yeah, so now was when I was like, nah, I can't do this. Right. Whenever I have to take the bus, I'm like, do I really have to? My, I'll walk the shit. Fuck that. <laughs> Took the bus with the kids one time. I was like, nah, the fucking kids I work with. I'm nah, right. nigga. Yeah, you was like, yeah, this uh this ain't excursion it. ain't it for yeah, me. Yeah, this ain't it. Y'all gonna get somebody locked up. <laughs> and I don't wanna be that somebody. I don't be right? that nigga, man. Right. But I just I work with y'all. Right. get locked up for this shit. <laughs> I ain't trying to do it. You got um, an all man moment? All man moment. I mean, your all man resonated with my shit heavy because... Uh, oh, fact. <laughs> she got an all man moment. She was trying to get in here. It's a wrap. That's rough. <laughs> um... <sighs> Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, it was the birthday weekend. Oh, yeah. How the fuck was the birthday week, bro? Birthday weekend related, was, was lit. Thank you, brother. Uh, yeah. I ain't really... So, the the Friday... Right. I ain't really... What did I yeah, do? Yeah, the Friday, Friday was the 11th. Yeah. So, what did you do the pregame for the Saturday? Friday. What the fuck did I do Friday? Nigga, don't, sit, don't tell I don't, me. I don't know what the fuck happened. All right. But Saturday... Took some Xannies. You don't remember shit. <laughs> no, Saturday, Um, my homegirl wanted to take me out. Okay. So we ended up... She was trying to take me to Slate. Oh, okay. We ended up bumping into Jersey. Okay. Um, Jersey was like, yo, um, I got this fashion show party. I got extra VIP tickets come through. Okay. So I was like, all right, cool. So we ended up meeting up with Jersey and Danny. Right. Um... Danny Deuces and right. 
Then we ended up going and meeting my other homegirls. Okay. So it was now it was a, a big group of us. Yeah, it's a whole bunch of you. And everybody was like, yo, where you trying to go? We was at Bleachers. Oh, and shit. I was thinking about going to Woodland because Suave right was there. there. Yeah. Oh, he was? Okay. And Shout out to my guy Suave. Yeah, 333. Um, my homegirl at 333 was like, yo, if you come through, I'm going to get you two drinks. And I was like, well, I don't drink. She was what? like, well, I'll get you two gran- cranberry drinks. Right. I'll take So those. I was like, all right, we could probably swing over there. Danny was being spoiled, and she okay. was like, oh, let's go to 760 Rooftop. Now, I told these niggas. So this is the old man right here. Where's that at? 760 is on 47th Street. In the city. In the city. And y'all went from Brooklyn to We Manhattan. was in Brooklyn. Y'all, you was borough jumping. So you was I lit. was like, I mean, Slate was in, in the city yes. anyway. Yeah, so yeah, I was Slate, like, yeah. I was like, all right, we're going to go that way anyway. Let's, you know, I don't mind going there. Right. But I told these niggas. Yeah. So- we all, they're like, yo, 760? I'm like, yo, 760 is going to charge us $30. <laughs> so if that, if y'all not trying to spend if money, because uh, niggas spend. were saying they wasn't trying to spend money. But everybody want to be lit. So I'm like, I got the bread. Ooh, ooh. It, I will buy a section if I need to. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> so if y'all like beefing over the 30, because niggas was like, nah, I ain't trying to spend that. I'm like, I'm not trying to spend that either. If so, we don't have to spend it, right. we shouldn't spend it. So if y'all not really trying to do that, right. let me know. <laughs> nah, they're not going to charge us $30. they are going to probably charge us like $10. I'm All like, right. $760, my nigga? None of y'all niggas clearly been to $760. All right. <laughs> yeah, right. So I'm like, it's my birthday. Right. I'm not arguing with nobody. Right. They're not going to charge us? I. <laughs> right. All right. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> we get up there. Yo, big man, what's the cover charge? $30. <laughs> Look, niggas, that in their face. you. Hurt. Hold on. <laughs> I told y'all niggas it was $30. <laughs> Fuck, you don't listen. Like, I'm looking niggas in their right, face. like, yo, he said it was 30. <laughs> it was 30. So what y'all trying to do? Yeah. Y'all niggas said it, y'all wasn't paying if it was 30. What y'all want to do? <laughs> yeah, what y'all trying to do? So the girls is like, they had some promoter nigga. So they was like, oh, we'll just go upstairs oh. and we'll see if it's lit. And then if it's lit, we'll tell y'all it's worth the 30. Oh. Mind you, at this point, it's like 2.45. The club is closing at 3.30. Right, right, right. I'm not spending no money no more. I, it don't it. make sense now. No. This like, 30 could stay in my pants. I'm, yeah, I'm not doing all right. that. Like, so I'm past that point. Where you just spend a random 30 grown for man shit facts for 20 minutes for in the 20 club. 20 minutes. Now we not do we did that. We not doing that <laughs> we no not, more. We nah, not doing that. Nah, we not doing that. I'm no not more. bending it. I'm not folding <laughs> it. We're not doing it. <laughs> no, we're not, not doing it. Right. <laughs> too old for that. Yeah, shit. too old. And so I was like, all right, well, listen, I gotta drop my homegirls home. Damn. Right. I gotta drop my homegirl home, rather. And she got her kids that she right. need to deal the, with. The rest of y'all figure mm-hmm. it out. So you you uh have a blessed one. Yeah, y'all y'all do what y'all do. Have a let me know when y'all get in. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> hey, let me. Cool. So that was that was uh Saturday. When I get the home text, I right, cool. Then Sunday, my friends um Courtney, Sherelle, Mr. Lewis, um Sean, Jeff, they wanted to take me to brunch. Nice. So ended up going to brunch. That was mad fun. Okay. And then I was like, yo, fuck it. We out here. Y'all want to go party? Like, y'all want to just go to the club? And they was like, yeah, sure. We'll do it. So we ended up going to the Delancey. Oh, lit. And they had something called the Afro Code. 
Oh, that sounded like it was lit. Yeah. So when we got there originally, the bottoms was empty and the top, I guess they was having a brunch. Okay. So the brunch must have just been finishing up. Right. So me and Sean was like, we went upstairs and we said, yo, fuck all that. Y'all niggas are sitting down up here. We're like, yo, come downstairs. Let's get this shit lit. Son, when I said we got that shit lit, bro, <laughs> oh my God. Do we have like, the footage? Anybody got footage? We got the footage. Okay. But when I say we started that party, right. the shit was dry until me and Sean got there and was like, yo, y'all niggas, what are y'all doing up here? Yo, come downstairs. Let's make this shit lit. Right. Everybody went downstairs. We started fucking dancing, hyping niggas up, fucking doing everything. That shit was mad fun. I haven't had fun in a... In a lounge or a club like that in a long time. So right. shout out to them for minus, taking me out. Minus last year. That was a movie. Oh, yeah. That was, that a, was a motion La- picture, bro. Was I don't even have no footage of that shit. La- oh, Reeve, none God. of us do. That's how wild that, that shit was. was. I'm actually glad I don't have no footage of that. <laughs> now? Now I'm glad. Yeah, nah, that, that yeah, shit was lit. That shit was too crazy. But <laughs> Yo, honestly, I want to- You just got to live life, man. I want to do something with just all my friends. Like, I was going to do it this weekend. Right. But then I was like, I just don't want to stress myself out. So, but I honestly want to throw an event right. where just everybody just comes to and just networks and right. and you know. But um, I mean, last week my friend came, um, and she uh, we we went and we did some spray painting and shit like that. Really? Yeah. So That's different. That was mad fun. That sounds like so, mad fun, bro. Yeah. Yeah. yeah nah, that, that shit was mad it. fun. So um. Nah, the birthday was great. Yeah, Made shout, some great yeah. memories. Shout out to the all man in it. That was yeah, nah, that that shit was hilarious. Yeah, but I knew it was gonna happen. Though. Right, you called I, it. I knew it. I was like, yo, y'all, they gonna yeah, charge us thirty. It. I was like, have y'all been to seven sixty? Niggas is lying. Talking about yeah, I've been there. No, you haven't. No, you haven't. I know you haven't. Like you, I, you didn't pay thirty. By the, by the way, you answered me. Damn, I know you haven't been. I here. felt that shit in your voice box. Then it was <laughs> like, uh. Uh, I was like, well, I'm pretty sure I'm like, unless the promoters change, which I don't think they right. did, we're about to get charged $30. Right. And they're about to be mad strict about right. everything. We so. also got to stop fucking acting like every time we know a promoter, the promoter's supposed to get you in. But it we, might be a boom, boom night. But we know most promoters only care about getting the bitches in anyway. That's it. They don't want the niggas in there. That's it. So I'm like, either way, me and Jers is going to have to spend bread. Either way. Either way. Either so, way. Ain't no telling. Y'all Either chicks way. will get in. Y'all no will get by default. Yeah. You're a female. Yeah. That's it. And we all know Danny is bad. Danny got right. a nice shape. Right. And her homegirl that was with her was had a crazy... Had the donkey. Right. But so basically... We know y'all getting yeah, in. We know, we know y'all getting in. There's no ifs, ands, and buts. We we getting in with a cost. Yeah, exactly. Right. You know, and, yeah. and at 245, I'm not doing that. Yeah, nobody's doing that. Suck a dick. Right. So, um, where you want to start, bro? Music, entertainment, politics? We have to go to power, bro. We, we have to go to Lakeisha Grant. Oh, my. Last week was a lot. This, this shit that just... I was like, nah. I don't know where this... I don't, I don't know, know where this is going no more. All I know... The writers are on some bullshit, bro. Yeah. yeah. All I know... <laughs> The only thing that I can, can take from wow. that was that they had to get Tasha's hands dirty... Because she's now in the game without Ghost. She's Bitch, never yeah. been in the game without she's Ghost. On <laughs> now she's on. So I guess this was like a signification that Tasha's really about this hood life now. Tasha's about that life, bro. I, I knew this solidified. Okay. Bitch, you a killer just like your, your whole family. 
family. Yeah, you can't say you're not you like Ghost. You can't say no you're not like Ghost. I think she Ghost tried to kill Tommy. Tommy tried. They didn't do it. Nah. Tasha, you killed your best friend. Your best Who friend. Who are you? For five seasons. For five seasons. Yo, that yeah. I don't know, bro. I and, was shocked. And you're teaching your son the drug yo, game. Yo, that so she might be worse than Ghost, yo, bro. Bro, from last week to this week, first of all, last week that line will forever be on power. I'm gonna teach you the game. Yo, when that shit ended, I was like, nah, I love this show forever, son. Bro, when she said, all right, I'm gonna teach you the game, I was like, we're gonna see a dark side of her. I didn't know it was gonna be this. This was dark, this bro. This another side of to me dark. was worse. And and Tommy killed the mad niggas throughout the seasons of power. This shit, to me, this is like a checkmate one up because Ghost saw Tommy kill Angela in front of him. Tommy now had his love killed by Ghost's wife. Mm-hmm. And Tommy and Tasha was like this. And Tommy, of course, assumes it's Ghost. Oh, hell fucking yeah. He thinks it's Ghost. He coming dude. after that nigga. Yeah, guns blazing. for that ass. Yeah, he's, yeah. Well, I, will, I, I would love to see how they resolve this up. I, I Yo, episode nine is going to be crazy. Oh, I, my. I keep hearing it's supposed to be the mid-season finale. Yeah, I don't it know is. what that means. Yeah, but... I don't know what that means because they, they said it's the mid-season finale before the finale because next week, so after this Sunday coming, next week is the official finale. They're going to take like a two-month hiatus, so they're going to be amping shit up. So I don't mm-hmm. know what those last five episodes going to look like, but I know 10 is going to be wild. I read that the five episodes supposedly supposed to follow the events of episode 10, but from different perspectives. That will be fucking interesting. So I don't know. It's what gonna the, get juicy, bro. Somebody dying in episode somebody 10. Somebody dying in episode we, 10. We know, we know that. that. And we know it's that. gonna be different perspectives, yeah. I guess, of how that shit went down. Right. What was your initial take? First of all, I didn't know who was gonna die. Cause the when they started, once I saw Lakeisha going for the purse, I was like, somebody dying. I didn't know who. And I actually thought Tasha was shot because the way they paused. I was like, oh, niggas killed Tasha? And I see Lakeisha going, I'm like, oh, no. I mean, I, I was like, it has to be Letitia. That shit was crazy. I was like, it would be crazy if Tasha got the bullet. That would have been wild. But I knew it had to be. But even then, it was like, all right, she's, she got shot, but she's alive. Right. When she shot him. Then she said, no, you're not going to be alive yo. no more, bitch. I was like, okay. That was wild, bro. It's super wild. But I don't know if Lakeisha was really... I don't know what her I don't know if Lakeisha was about... To, first of all, I knew something bad was going to happen when Lakeisha signed those fucking papers. I was like, this bitch is crazy. Yeah, she's wild. She's not about this life. I thought Tommy was going to have to do it again, Yo, though. I thought Tommy was going to kill her when he dropped the glass in the house. Don't fucking lie to me. I was like, oh, this nigga about to kill her like he did college. Hey. Oh, shit. Oh, this nigga a killer killer. Yo, he a killer killer. But the killer has met his match. Now, I don't know if they're setting up this spinoff for Tariq. It's looking like a crazy spinoff. Cash is going to be in it too. Lakeisha's son. Because they're giving him more airtime. He has a lot of air. He has more lines. And he, he's getting older now. And now he's going to be under Tommy? And now he's going to be under Tommy? This, this, and, and Tommy not fucking with Tariq right now. So it's, I, we, we kind of foreshadow what's happening. So because Ghost is moving further and further out the picture from what I see. Yeah, and He's, I thank God what happened to fucking Tate. Yo, Tate, that nigga yo, had to go. I'm sorry. That that shit, was the wild setup though. That, that setup was insane. Which 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 led me to believe 
How many times is there a ghost in politics and you know the person running for office is corrupt? And how many times in real life has that person said, yo, I need to find a way to set, set this person up? He's really not good for the people. Uh, all the time, but they they they're white. Yeah, yeah, right. Which right, which we we can't really relate. Right, right. So we look, we, we just look like we uh, just see the shit after yeah, the fact. Right. Like, oh, they was yeah, on that they, white boy. Yeah, they was on that white boy shit. Damn, that's wild. I mean, Trump. This nigga uh, Trump. Yeah, we we know this nigga wasn't good for the people from no, jump. We knew that. Niggas caught him on the hot mic with the grabbing by the pussy. Yo. And the nigga just still right. made it through. So Ca- Caught him with the locker room talk. Still made it through. Still made it through. Caught so. him with the, if my daughter wasn't my daughter, I'd fuck. Yo, I was that like, shit is yo, still that, insane to, to me, To me, bro. that's still like, bro, that's basically, bro, you're basically saying you would commit acts of incest. That's what, that's what you're saying. On a, without, without no type of right. second. All right, bro. <laughs> All right, son. But yeah, fucking power was lit. Yeah. I can't wait to see what's cooking. Me neither. Um, I know the first spinoff is supposed to be Mary J. Blige. I don't know what she's supposed to be doing. Yeah, I don't know what's it's going called, on. It's uh, called Power 2 or, or Chapter 2. Really? Yeah, called Chapter 2. I didn't even see that. First of all, I, I know we mentioned a, a little bit of this yesterday, but we got to give we gotta give a hand clap to this nigga, Tyler Perry. These shows look like they're going to be wild. Oh, they do? Too. They the, look lit? The Oval looks insane. Oh, I did see a little. That shit looks crazy. Yeah, I went to his page just to watch the trailer. Those trailers Wait, look crazy, on. bro. Yeah, those those trailers are wild. Yeah, those trailers look crazy, bro. Fucking pet peeve, niggas. Know we do the podcast every fucking Thursday around this time, and niggas <laughs> always calling me, son. I don't know what Stop that's about. Calling me, my that nigga. That be an emergency. It's not. <laughs> it's not. Like niggas know this shit. I do the podcast. Let me let y'all niggas know. I do the podcast every Thursday. 8 to 11. Don't hit my shit. Don't hit my jack. Don't hit my line. Don't try to have a conversation with me. Like, God damn, son. That shit is mad annoying, bro. Anyway. And that's part two of the all man moment, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Yeah, my nigga. Like, right. that's why I had to dub the shit. Now, excuse me. Let me dub this because niggas, I had conversations with mad niggas. Stop hitting me at this hour, right, bro. Right. But anyway, um, another fucking uh wild moment is uh, Kanye West and Yo, his Kim Kardashian. So thing. I read about it because I didn't know. So let me get this straight because I read the the transcripts on I forgot what site I was on, but basically I get what Kim is saying, nigga. You've been working your way and calling me and and bringing me up into this bad bitch light, and you can't take the fucking outfit I'm wearing. This nigga Kanye sounds stupid. Bro. He sounds real like okay. I feel like and I feel like that particular day, my opinion, he was in his feelings. I don't think this is who he is twenty four seven with because the shit that I read was he's trying to control her. That's what I read and it I was like, It sounds like it. I don't believe that entirely. My nigga, you been with a bitch who got on from a sex tape. From a sex tape. You been on without that. You, you been, met her like but this. You, but you knew what she, you knew what got her popping in the first you place. You took her when she sucked Ray J's dick on a, on a sex tape. And, made, the, and made, a, a, made mad songs about right. it. Right. Yeah, made mad records off it and then you also made, the, the, one of the lines that they quoted was, uh, my girl, my girl, a superstar, all from a home movie. I'm like, damn, nigga. yeah, nigga, you, nigga, you, are, you are, you, you proud of this almost? You was proud of it. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, and I love the way she put it. She yeah. was like, and I don't agree with Kim Kardashian often, but she was like, she was on point with what she. She said. was like, yo, 
you might be going through your transformation right. and your changes, and right. you might want to live a certain type of way. Right. But I'm not there. Right. We're not in the same stage. So if that's what you want to do, do that. Don't interfere with what I want to yeah, do. Yeah, because Kanye definitely, I didn't even know, Kanye definitely got a fucking uh, uh, event uh, coming up with Jesus and the whole thing. Oh, a film. Oh, yeah, the film. Yeah. It, it dropped today. Oh, it did? Yeah, it dropped today. Where is it on iTunes? No, it's um in movie theaters. Wait, it's in movie theaters, bro? Yeah. Oh, so I was going to get us tickets, honestly. Nigga, I need to go see that film. I ain't going to hold you because yeah. Yeah, I, I need to see what that's about. I do want to see what it's about. I think it's just the album that he's dropping. Oh, he's dropping but an album it, called Supposedly, Jesus. it's only 35 minutes. Oh, the film? Yeah. It's called um Jesus is King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Jesus the name of the King, album. Yeah. So oh, it is. I'm presuming oh. it's either a visual album and he's doing- Oh, so, Okay. Or he's gonna drop the album tomorrow, right? Um, with the movie being out, right? So I don't know. We'll right. see. And this is why you guys fuck with us because we can sit here and be like, "Yo, Kanye is off his rocker, obviously." But at the same time, that doesn't mean we still not gonna see what this is because we all fell in love with him for the same reasons y'all fell in love with him for his creativity. Yeah, like, granted, I'm not really, yeah. I'm not really trying to support this nigga, but yeah, I'm not really on what he's doing with his wife. I'm not on that at all. I'm not supporting nothing yeah. to do, honestly. <laughs> right. I don't know what's really cooking with him. Right. Um, but we have a fucking podcast. Right. That's yeah. One. And we have to, yeah. And two, I do want to see if he is, I don't know. Every this whole rollout seems to be trying to re reclaim his image as someone who is <laughs> is about uplifting people with the Sunday right. service and stuff. So there's two ways you could look at it. You could see it as a positive, or you could look at it and be like, this nigga is really trying to exploit black people and right. try to exploit what black people are really attached to in order to get back into the limelight and be back into Yeah, cuz he definitely knows people are uh, a lot of a lot of black people are Jesus freaks. They love Jesus. So if Kanye is trying to align, I mean, he's align he's trying to align himself with that same type of uh type of talk, type of uh um personality. People are going to flock to it. I mean, Shit. At this point, he 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 he's probably not gonna be known for selling music. He's gonna be known for selling gospel. Well, supposedly he's he's saying he's no longer gonna create secular music after Jesus is King. He's only gonna make gospel music. Oh shit! I don't trust nothing Kanye say. <laughs> Everything Kanye say, I think, is to make people run to the next project. But and- I got a question though. What if that gospel album is fire? And it sounds like a rap album, but he don't curse no nigga. But it's just fire. It might be. Yo, that shit might be fire. If he got bro. a bunch of Jesus walks on there. Oh. I. <laughs> we gonna buy that. I. Like that. That's lit. We going so, to that concert though? I don't know, bro. I Jesus can't. is kicking. <laughs> Listen, man. I don't know how much I'm really trying to support right, this We nigga, don't know so yet. We, we, we got to see what this is about. I got to see. Yeah, but. see what this is about. Apologize to your wife, Connie. God fucking nigga. Get out yeah, your feelings, yeah. man. Shit. Nah, that shit was corny as fuck. Fuck, man. Bro, and the, the whole time, bro, when I was like listening to her talk and even like read what I was reading, I'm like, bro, this is your wife. Bro, this is your wife. This is not somebody that you are quote unquote thinking about, man. Bro, you got children. Bro, calm the fuck well, down. Not even that. It's calm not down. like it's not like she switched up on you. Right. She this who it's she not, was. It's not like she you met her in the fucking synagogue. Right. She was dressed down from fucking shoulder to fucking ankle. Yeah, and, and all of a sudden she running outside naked with her titties out. 
No, you met her running outside naked with her titties out. Right. And I don't know what you want her to change into, but that wasn't even the thing. She was wearing a fitted dress. Like, I, right, bro, relax. What I see happening, the more, you know, the more he may get deeper. Because if he's going to do secular music, I mean, if he's no longer going to do secular music and he's just going to do gospel music, what does it say about his marriage? Because for the most part, his brand and her brand has been built around secular culture. Can we just keep it real? Kanye right. is mentally ill. Yeah. And the nigga's bouncing off. up and down off the walls. And he's not stable. One moment he going to want to do right. secular music. Right. And then two, three years from now, the nigga probably going like, to come you out again. with another right. Yeezus. Right, yeah. You know, where that shit was black skinheads right. and all that extra shit. So I don't really know. I, I don't put too much stock in anything. Kanye does at this point. Kim, good luck. We're praying for you. Good luck. I yeah. really, I would love to be a fly on the wall for that that yeah. marriage to see what yeah. the fuck goes on. Good luck, bro. But um, Pharrell had the GQ magazine cover. Yo, redefining masculinity. We taking it to another level. I don't know what that means. I really don't know what that means. I don't know. In my mind, I'm like, I don't even know what masculinity is today. Pharrell from 2000s would never. Yeah. <laughs> the Pharrell from 2000s yeah. would never, bro. Yeah. I don't. I don't. All that shit he was he was wearing was interesting. I don't. I mean, I get the idea of redefining masculinity in terms of how linear and how can confined masculinity is in society. Right. So certain things. That are like not men not being able to cry or show emotion. Right. I love the idea of redefining that right. because men are not these like robotic machine type right. niggas. But in terms of dressing and the gender norms regarding dressing, I mean, I don't have a problem with nothing. Niggas dress however the fuck yeah, they yeah, want yeah. to I'm, dress. I'm, I'm, I'm with that. But when we're trying to make a political statement yeah, with political it, political statement with it, and I'm say not, I'm not too sure. This right here. And then right beside this right here, redefining masculinity. So basically what you're saying is that if I wear some shit like that, I've redefined what masculinity is in some way, shape, or form. I don't, I don't know if that's it. I don't know if that's <laughs> what you want us to think. And first of all, Pharrell, you know what you represent to the culture. At the same time, is this the type of impact you're trying to have on the people that fuck with you, for real? Like young, black, urban youth who... Probably was rocking with you from the NR, you know, you know the NRERD days, and you know the Star Trek shits. I don't know if I could fuck with it. I just don't know if it's necessary. Like, I don't what, know what type of conversation he's trying to have with us. That's that's my yeah, point. I don't. I don't know. What type of conversation are we trying to have? Are we are <laughs> we trying to show that we're progressive because we wear dresses as niggas? <laughs> right. Like, and and how does that make us progressive? I don't. I don't know. Right. Like. I get the idea of this. If I feel comfortable identifying as a woman because I identify with the behaviors that are quote unquote associated with being a woman, aka right. wearing dresses, aka wearing heels and stuff like that, and I think that I'm more aligned with a woman, I, I I'm attracted to certain type of people, individuals in a certain type of way a woman would be or whatever. Right. Okay, cool. Right. But what conversation are we having when we're like nah I'm a I'm a straight heterosexual man who identifies with the masculine quote unquote cis gender norms but I'm a wear dress like I don't like what conversation are we trying to 
have here? Like, how does that redefine masculinity? I always keep... Anytime I see shit like that, I'm going to just be honest, bro. I almost feel like if something like that is being displayed and he's trying to put an emphasis on this is my approach in trying to redefine or reestablish what masculinity means to me, I almost feel like you can't keep saying it's a fashion statement. It's a political statement. You're mm-hmm. trying to say something about how society, I think, would now reword what being a man is and how that's defined politically. Don't just say, oh, yeah, I got you know this fly jacket on. You know, It's a fashion statement. No, because this fashion statement... This shit's going to be brought up in probably, you know, court cases. And we don't know how far it can go. This fashion statement is automatically assigned with a political yeah, statement yeah. because you're saying it's redefining masculinity. Right. You're not just saying this is my style. Right. Nah, nah. That's a different right. conversation. That's, yeah, that's a different, yeah, that's something different. So we're talking about redefining masculinity. I just need more clarity as to how does wearing a dress or... How does wearing? I don't even know what the fuck that was. Yeah, I don't know what it was either. Or how does wearing, you know, what is considered feminine clothing? Right. How does that redefine masculinity? What is the point? Like, what is the reasoning you believe that redefines masculinity? Right. That's where I'm confused on. Like I said, I don't got no issues either way. I just need one. Right. I just need clarity. Right. (laughs) Because I don't know how that redefines it. Right. It don't redefine it for me. Right. You just a uh, nigga that's wearing a dress. Like, that's what it means. And if you're not associating yourself with being more comfortable that way for right. whatever gender you subscribe to more, then I don't know why you're doing it. Right. And that's, that's just my point. So I'm with you on that. I don't know. Moving uh, right along. Amanda Seals? You want to yeah, get straight to Amanda the shit? Amanda Seals, hey. man. So we remember the fight. So... The last season of Insecure, which was, I can't believe this, last fucking year. Gotta give this nigga his props, because he be calling me shit. <laughs> I felt like, and I don't know if this was like actor's intuition. I don't know if this was just because of how... Nigga, you just nice. <laughs> because of how we just get caught up in these characters, but there wasn't... I don't think there was anything wrong with her acting last season. There was something wrong with her acting, mm. if that makes any sense. I felt like her energy was off in a lot of episodes, even when they decided to write this narrative that she was pregnant. I was like, I don't like how this is fucking up the friendship because it doesn't seem like to me, that doesn't seem like that would really happen in real life. I'm like, that don't even feel organic. Like a pregnancy is about to fuck up a friendship. And this chick wasn't fucking around with this nigga chick and this chick was. So I don't get it. So long story short, We doing the fucking podcast, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Let me chill. Um, it's crazy. Um, Amanda Seals basically on her podcast, for, 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 those, for, for those of you who don't know, she has a podcast called uh, Small Doses. It's dope. And she said on the podcast that she was invited to a party by Jesse Williams, who, yeah. who we know Jesse Williams. He out here doing the fucking work. And yeah, he broke up with his wife. Yeah. Uh, wait, got what? Divorce. Yeah, you didn't know that? Wait, what? Yeah, my nigga. Oh, we got to talk about it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's why I did not know that. All right, cool. So um, she was invited by Jesse Williams. And long story short, she's at the party. And the party was for Vanessa. I forgot her last name. Vanessa is the publicist of Issa Rae. So she was invited. And it was not Jesse's party. It was Vanessa's party. And Vanessa and... 
Amanda uh, have some type of beef situation, I guess, behind the scenes. And Amanda was like, when she asked Issa, can she holler at her publicist because she thinks she don't like her, Issa was like, that's not my problem. So this party happened two... So this is the second time that this yeah, happened. Yeah, this is the second time this happened. So yeah. Amanda went last year this and had crazy. the same issue. Right. However, someone was able to get her... So when she was like, hey, they're giving me a hard time, she said to Vanessa, Vanessa screamed out, we don't have time for this, and walks away. And someone was able to get her in. When she got into the party, she goes to Issa, and that's when they had the conversation. And Issa was like, listen, bitch. Right. That's her party. Yeah. I don't got no jurisdiction. Right. She was like, that's y'all problem. A.K.A. I think Issa don't fuck with her either. Yo. <laughs> I'll keep it a The fuck. way that I was like, wait, if Issa gave you that response, I don't think Issa fuck with you like Bro, that. Bro, because if a nigga tell Y'all me. just castmates. If a nigga tell me, yo, distinguishes in the front. And it's some other nigga party. Right. Yo, Distinguishes in the front, and they're giving him a hard time. And then you come to me like, yo, they was giving me a hard time, blah, blah, blah. Let's say it's Suave. Suave throwing a yeah. party. Yo, they was giving Distinguished a hard time. I'm going to go to Suave like, yo, why they giving my nigga a hard time for right. it? Like, what's up? And that's for Suave to be like, yo, honestly, da, 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 da. And then we right. got a conversation. Right. For Issa to dub the shit like yo, she really dub like dub it like. I, don't I, talk to me about that. And I don't. I can't fault her because I cannot fault. That's your pup. I don't know what situation. And it might be true. It might be like yo. I'm really not even trying to have a conversation with her. So right. Like just leave it alone. Let's just have a good time. Right. But I also get the indication that niggas don't fuck with Amanda. Now I met Amanda sales twice. Okay. I honestly though, before you continue, bro. I honestly feel like she does too much sometimes, bro. I like her, but I'm like, yo, you're going to self-sabotage your shit, bitch. You better remember what the fuck Tiffany Haddish had to do to stop the bullshit. Well, that's the thing. Cut it so, out, man. I met Amanda Seals twice. Stop. One time was at Essence Fest. Okay. And Which was last year. Yes. Right. And... <laughs> that was a funny story. I ain't really, I ain't really fuck with her energy then. Yeah, because we were all doing interviews. Yeah, you supposed to interview her, right? And she just was giving that energy, like, "Yo, y'all niggas is annoying me, interviewing me." But you're in the interview bullpit, bro. Like, like you right there. That you went upstairs, right, to the area right. that was designated for, for interviews. interviews, right? So you up here. And you're getting mad because niggas, I didn't walk up to her because okay. I saw her energy and I was like, nope, not doing it to I myself. I want it. Nope, because right. I'm a, I'm a feel some type of way. Right, and we learned a lot about that at Comic-Con. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. feel yeah. no type now, of way. I want to still look at you and be like, I like her. I like, right, yeah. right, right, because <laughs> we made that mistake already. Exactly. Right, right. So I left her alone, but I'm watching her and I'm like, yo, niggas is coming up to you. And you're giving them a run around. Then you finally do you do the interview with them anyway. So what is your point? And then she's like, oh, I ordered an Uber or whatever the fuck she said she ordered. And I'm waiting for it. And you waiting there for 45 extra minutes. So you either telling niggas that so they stop bothering you. Right. Or I don't know what you're doing, but it was just too much. Mm. Now, I met her again in L.A. Um, where we kind of like briefly exchanged a little bit. Okay. And she was mad cool. So it was at the Roots, um, what was it, Grammy party? The Roots had a Grammy party. Okay. She was in the audience with everybody. Okay. And she was right next to me, and me and her spoke a little bit. And she was mad cool. So I agree, though. I think she's one of those women that 
does too much at times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's a bit pushy. Yeah, and yeah, and I get I, that from her. I think that she's spoiled. She has a little bit of a spoiled she's streak. She's definitely spoiled. Or at least though. she gives that off in terms but of. But I don't know why. What I want, I'm supposed to get. Yeah, it's almost like a little brat. Like, ugh. yeah, it's very bratty. Yeah, it's bratty. But I also think she might have a cool side, but it gets overshadowed by the extraness. Right. So. Listen, Amanda, I hope you use this as a teachable moment. This has to be a teachable moment. You got to like sit yourself down because you're forcing your way into this party two years in a row. Why? If the if they don't like you, they, if don't, they don't like you. you you should have learned the first year. Yeah, I'm not supporting that because it's the only black Emmy party. So the fuck what? It don't fucking matter. We're not going. I'm yeah. not going to the only party where niggas don't fuck with me. Yeah, that make no sense. Yeah, because like, nobody if nobody fuck bitch, you was at the bar by yourself, bitch. You had to go to Issa, and Issa dubbed you. And Issa dubbed you. Issa Ray, bitch, she put you on her show. So that should what tell is, you something. Yeah, that that says a lot, son. So I mean, I, I hope know. Amanda uses it because I do think like I she's said, a talent, bro. I fuck with her talent, and she, I think she's cool. Yeah, she, you know what I mean. She when I spoke too, when I spoke you. with her, she was cool. Yeah. But when I watched that, the thing, I was like, you acting, (laughs) you doing too much. She was doing a lot, bro. (laughs) Like, there was niggas who was calmly dubbing people like, I'm I'm not in the mood for it. Yeah, because we we experienced that, bro. Exactly. And we handled it like professionals. We we didn't get all the interviews we wanted day one. Day two, nigga, me and you talked to each other in the hotel room like, yo, we know what we got to do today. Facts. And we got it done. And that's what it is. That's what it is. But her, she was doing extra shit. Right. Making a production (laughs) about dubbing niggas. It's like... <laughs> you ain't Tyler Perry. She, she wasn't giving niggas that in small doses. Yeah, nah, it was a full dose, <laughs> full my nigga. Dope, nigga, you getting two pills? Yeah, two of them, shit. nigga. And you can't, you can't eat them. You better swallow them, shit. shit. But yeah, I hope she uses it as a teachable moment. That's a big um, fact. Rolling Loud was this weekend. Rolling Loud was this weekend. Um, unfortunately, though, we know NY. NYPD is getting <laughs> very vicious, vicious with how bro. they doing shit, bro. Vicious. When I saw that letter, that was. Publicized all over social media of first of all, I thought it was kind of um smooth that niggas was like, you know, we know this big event is happening at City Field. However, these artists we feel as though will cause whatever X, Y, and Z harm to the event. They had niggas real government names and state nigga to me that was both prolific and humiliating. Like, whoa, what the fuck? They was cooking niggas out. I, I yeah, that was all out. I, I don't know if this is proof that the NYPD is working with the entertainment business. Bro, hip-hop police is real. Somebody within the hip-hop police community wrote that shit. For a fact. But that that's crazy. crazy that's really crazy. Uh, Rolling Loud, I don't think y'all need to come back to New York. Yeah, Rolling Loud. This is the first time it should be the Rolling last. Loud, this should be your first and your last. I think it was dope. You came to our city, however... Our city really don't fuck with y'all. Yeah, and our city is really not the spot for that type of it's, event. It's not. Like, it's that's not. a Cali. It's a Cali, Miami, Miami Atlanta. Stay over there. When we'll come to you. Yeah, large yeah. acres of land yeah, type shit. Yeah, Texas. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. New York City. Nah. Concrete that, jungle. That, yeah, nah. that ain't it. You're going to get this type of energy every time you come every here. Every time you come here, it's going to be strict law for all. Oh, you want these artists on? Nah, these. So basically, I heard and I loved the Casanova interview. Shout out to Casanova t- uh, too. Two times he 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 out here. Um, basically, what I gathered from that interview was one, cops really have the power to shut your shit down, and two, they have the power to stop your money. Because oh, he, he definitely said, "Yo, they fucked the bag up that night." I'm like, "Hell, fucking yeah!" 
I mean, you I just got look, a, I got an issue with the cops now. Just look at what they did to Meek. Oh, they was oh, stopping yeah. this nigga they from was traveling from trap from bro from traveling, which is a privilege. But they was like, no, uh, let me strip this real quick. Oh, you said you got a show where you could get five hundred grand. No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> And you Meek, staying right yeah. here. And Meek like, yo, I got to feed my fan, which, bro, everybody got a fan, bro. I got to, this is how I get my money. This is how I get money. Why are you stopping my shit? For what? You hurting everybody now. And you know niggas don't give a fuck, bro. But that's the thing about being a New York yo, artist New and York coming art, up. It's hard, bro. You coming yeah. up out of that gang shit. Yeah. Your, your bag will get stopped. Yeah. Like, uh, good luck to all those artists. Real it's shit. It's a damn shame. But this is a perfect segue into music. Did yeah. you hear Casanova's album? No, I've only heard two records. I ain't going to hold you. So Brooklyn, fuck with it. Love it. And then I heard he was giving a backstory about how he did the challenge, which I didn't even know it was a challenge. Then I looked at the challenge. It's like, oh, shit, lit. And then I, I listened to another. I think I listened to the record he had with Breezy. And he got some shits with Chris, man. Nah, that, that, that record with Chris is on I. Right. I think... This is going to be the breakout project. Like, okay, finally. Because he also said in his interview... That with uh, Ebro in the morning, he he felt that New York was fucking with him more after the record was six nine, and then when six nine got fucked up, which record? The um, one with fifty? No, not that one. Um, set tripping. Oh yeah, and I'm like, oh that because he he said he felt like that record had so much esteem behind it, and he said that was around a time when he met six nine and they just had a conversation and he realized, yo, this is a little nigga, like he not really about this life. Yeah, they actually had beef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. had beef for a minute. Um, Listen, when it comes to Cat, the project, uh, there's three songs that I have to listen to. Okay. The project is okay. I okay. still feel like he hasn't found his sound yet. Really? Okay. Yeah, it's like still like... He's figuring it out. He's trying to figure out what works for him. Or, or what's going to work. Like, okay, or what's going to need to stick with. Yeah, like he's in that do I... Excuse me. Some of the songs are like extra aggressive. Then he tries to slow it down and get smooth. Then he's trying to tell us, like, the first song is called Jail Call. He's trying to tell a story about, like, being in jail mm-hmm. and uh, wanting to commit suicide. Mm. Everybody got to throw their little mental health piece in there. I hate that right. shit now. I'm starting to get tight. Yeah. Because niggas is definitely exploiting mental health now. But yeah. being inside and having these feelings about suicide... And I'm not discrediting him. I'm just mm. saying every artist now yeah. is throwing every that little piece artist, in Yeah, that's true. Every major so, artist is doing that. That's true. Um, yeah, so Jail called Boom. He's trying to tell a story. All right, cool, lit. Then the nigga go right from that to some real hood shit about killing niggas. It's almost killing niggas. And I'm like, but you was just saying like you didn't want to be on the inside and trying to deter people from doing that and then you go straight into some hood shit where you talking about killing and robbing. I'm confused, Cass. Facts. <laughs> I'm like, yo. Your audience is probably confused. Everybody confused now. Then you go from that to a track with Jeremiah. Whoa, that shit is alright. Okay. But it, now I'm kind of like, is, is that a single? I don't, I think it's supposed to be. Okay. And then you got the, the Chris Breezy one we, after we, that. We know that's a single. Yeah. That, that, Anything he touch. And that song is actual fire. <laughs> right. And it's old Chris Breezy. It's like oh, two, yeah. 2000s oh. Chris Breezy. Oh, he tapped back. Yeah, he tapped back. Okay. So I fuck with that. Okay. But cohesively, the album is only 10 songs. Okay. But it still feels disjointed a little bit. Like he still hasn't found his groove and like hit. But we'll see where, where it go. You know? I, I honestly feel like I think his camp is not necessarily concerned about the numbers as much as they're concerned about people talking about it. 
I think what needs to happen is that he needs to now pick a stance in terms of what issue is really dear to him that he's probably going to focus on to attach to his brand so that people kind of come to his music more. Because right. what Meek is doing to me is you have to do this now because the way that the world is going, sorry to say, if you're not like a Drake or Chris Brown, you don't necessarily have to have anything else attached to your brand. Drake don't have nothing else really attached to his brand. It's just music for Drizzy. Well, right. Dri- Drizzy first was the emotional rapper. Right, right, right. Yeah, he was. That's he, true. Yeah, he, he was. He was the emo, making you really think, get into your feelings, cry. Yeah, he was yeah. making that shit look. Saying cool. what niggas would say, or really want to, but they, they don't. They don't say. They don't. Yeah. So he was that, and then he grew into. Right. I just make music. Right. I could do the. I could do the hard shit I if do, I want yeah, to. Which he's he's done well. It's scary yeah, hours. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Scary. <laughs> oh, scary. Yeah. It's God's plan. Yeah. It's God's plan. Yeah. yeah. Or so I can make know? music whenever I want. Right. I could talk about whatever I want. Right. Cass is not known yet. We don't no, know what yeah. his brand is. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know. Right. That's true. You know, we brand do know. Brand identity is not fully there. Yet. That, exactly. Yeah. That's true. You, you came from this hard shit. Yeah. But all your singles seem to be with Chris Brown. Yeah. Damn. Right. We growing. Yeah, we get yeah, it. We get it. Yeah, we get it. Yeah, we get it. Yeah. But um, <laughs> shout out to my bitch Summer Walker, man. Woo! <laughs> shout out to Summer, man. You out here doing numbers, mama. So Summer Those has num- the uh, what what was it? The uh, has sold more albums mm-hmm. than any other female artist in the last, in the last ten years, including SZA, mm. her, whoa, um, Ella May, whoa. And everybody else in the last 10 years, I guess. So, like, shout out to her. I think she sold 135 copies what is that um, in her first week. What does that say about her brand, her team, her marketing? That says a lot. Numbers don't lie. For for her to be a, fra- a new artist. Yeah, new artist. First deb- project. Debut, debut project, album, right. Um, And she's not, like, super... She's not on like a really yeah, big label. Yeah, she's not out there out there yet either. Like she's that. on Black's label, so Right. I think she did really well. She the, the the album debuted at number 2. I don't know who was number 1. I'm assuming the Baby still has no, number no. 1. No, no. Baby is number 1. Yeah, I heard that okay. today on the Breakfast Club. Yeah, okay. the Baby number 1, bro. Um still he did his first um his sales, he did 10,000 more than she did. He did 145,000. Okay, and and, and, and they, that's his second or third yeah, week now. Yeah, and second they, week. Yeah, they were and they were projecting um, 130 to 150. So the projection is pretty fucking on point. Yeah. 145? No, uh, nigga, you having a great year. So she yeah. did 135. He, he did 145. Pretty fucking good. Congrats to them. Man. Yeah, yeah. Number Make, two yeah. is not bad. Number Three. two, that's right there. Number two Shit. is not bad. She could be number one next week. Who knows? Who knows? Fuck. And then she might have a number one album. She but might have a number one album. I don't even know who's coming out next week. There's a lot of people coming out. Actually, Tank is coming out. The oh, yeah, that's right. Yet. I can't wait for his ain't gonna lie. But yeah, shout out to Summer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, definitely lower than 280. I was bugging with that number, but right. she still did really good for herself. And right. what does that say that she killed? She outdid her. Right. And I mean, I guess her hasn't put out an official first project. S- sidebar. I didn't know her was so young. Yeah. What is she, 22 now? Right. And then I just remember. 21. Years ago, I was watching Maury today. Her was on the Maury show when she was 10 years old. Word? So 10 years ago today, she was on the Maury show. Doing what? Singing and playing the piano. Interesting. She was 10 years old. She was she started playing the piano at six. She was always singing. And her real name is Gabby. Right. Yeah. And she was um on the Maury show. And when she got on the Maury show, 
at that time, I think her parents was her management and acting as her label. Okay. So she was already doing shows. And the way she was talking on the Maury show, she was already, um, they was already polishing her to be like this star because she was already talking the way she's talking now. It's just she wasn't, like she didn't know that she was going to be this star now. That tells you that this shit ain't fake. Nah, bro. Because even Maury goes, because of her blowing up and her winning two Grammys this year, he, his show, like, his ratings were always whatever, but they went up more because mm-hmm. of her. So people went back to see the original episode. Right, right. I was like, whoa. So just like you said, this shit ain't fake. You can't make it up, bro. Work is nah, work. Nah, you, if work you work in, you put that people are going to find you on shit that you did years ago yeah. and be like, oh, wait, this nigga was on Wild and Out in the, in the background and, and now he's in this movie or this, that, and the third. Like, that's just how it is. If you work in the entertainment, you're really working. People so, are watching. Shout out. shout out to her, man. Who else we got? Wale. Yeah, Wale. Did you listen to the album? No, I ain't listen to that shit. I ain't gonna hold you. The album's fire, bro. Really? Album is fire. Is Wale back? Wale? Because Wale been taking a few hits these years with these I'll hit and miss. Wale just... Because I feel what? like he's a single person. Like, he drops dope-ass singles. Nah, he dropped dope-ass projects, too. Okay. But Wale just wasn't built for that mumble rap era. No, he was never built for that. So, so you think that that hurt him? Absolutely, because he couldn't find his footing. That's true. That's why he had the. That's why he had the situation with Cole, and Cole was talking about him on that record. Yeah, he yeah. couldn't. He couldn't he find his where footing. He was at, right? And he kept like he got angry. He was the angry, bitter rapper during right. that time because he kept throwing these songs out, and nothing was sticking right. because it wasn't your time. It was the little yachty. Da da da. Trippy Red, all of them. Trippy Red, all of them niggas. Right. Me goes. Right. Now, guess what's happening to them niggas? Nothing. You're not hearing nothing about these niggas right now. Like, then that's because that mumble rap era is. First of all, we knew it wasn't going to last. It was was really a phase. Like, that, because nobody's on that, bro. It didn't stick the way it was sticking for like a year, year and a half. The melody shit is cool. But niggas is back to lyrics. Niggas want to hear what you got to say, bro. Yeah. Fuck all that. Bro, there's a show right now on Netflix. I forgot the name. called Rhymes and Something. I didn't know. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. It looks lit, bro. Yeah. Angela Yee just posted it on her page last night. And from what I saw, I was like, people really want to hear bars, as we know. And they want good they music. They want good content, bro. They don't want that other shit. Yeah, all that shit is cool for, right? yeah. for a vibe. Yeah, but- for a vibe. We talking about replay value yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, chart hitting. I don't know if the mumble rap would have survived that. Anyway. Well, a lot of it is those are great singles. When these these artists drop these projects, right. they flops because yeah, yeah, the nobody flop. want to hear that shit for ten songs straight. No, like a, a good example of that, and I do like his shit, but the project was kind of like eh. Was um Juice World? Mm. Like Juice World, I like his sound. I like mm. that. And I don't really consider him a mumble rapper. I consider him like one of those melody rappers. Okay. But for a while, Juice World, that that song was like really big, but I listened to the it project was. and I'm just like, this does this has no replay value right. for me. This like, is it. Yeah. I'm gonna listen to this once or twice, call it a day. All right. Hopefully, hopefully he didn't sign a 360. Wale shit, I didn't listen to like six times already. Wow. Like, Wale shit is lit. Oh yeah, the so, only rap I'm bugging. The only record I did listen to was obviously the the radio single right now, Chill. Yeah, on Chillers, he got a tra- he got a track with Meek Mill and okay. Rick Ross called Routine. Mm. 
MMG back, baby. Yeah. Like, that shit. First of all, they were going through a rough patch. I, I honestly feel like Wale is the person who caused that. Yeah. Because in my opinion, Wale and Meek came out roughly around the same time, even though Meek was really out there. Well, remember, doing... Wale and Meek had that beef. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, so you had beef within the camp, but you see Meek's career taking off. Because I always felt like Rick's, Rick's career is off. He's taken off. Meek's career's taking off. Wale, your shit, nah, is, it ain't clicking the way they should Wale clicking. started off flaming hot, red yeah. hot. Yeah. Because he came around when Kanye right. and all of them had brought lyricism to the forefront. Right. So Wale came out and they was like, oh, he the next up. Yeah, because Wale could really spit some shit. Then Meek Mill came on the scene around the time Drake came on the scene. Right. And he was the young boy who was putting out the hits. You know, tell her meet me in the bathroom. Yeah. I fuck a well of water. Meek Everybody was like, yeah. "Oh!" So yeah. he had the he had the joints. Yeah, Rick Ross fucked with Meek, right? And his personality, right? Way more than he fucked with Wale. That's a big fact. You can see that. And Wale was more nerdy, and he always admits to it. Right. He was the nerdy nigga who liked playing Zelda, right. the poet nigga, and right. the poet nigga. Right. And Meek Mill was the hood nigga. True, because Wale never projected. Ever he was a hood nigga. No. Ever. So you got Meek Mill, the hood nigga from Philly. You got mm. Ross, the hood nigga from Miami. Of course, they connect a little bit more. True, yeah. And I think Wale started to get jealous because Wale threw out, at one point, I think, in an interview or something like that, that he felt like Ross was putting more energy into Meek than he was him. You know what it goes to show, too? Like, even in this industry, like me, you, Flo, we all, and then something happens, and hypothetically... I think it would be natural if somebody was feeling some type of way, like, damn, like, nigga, we all boys, but this nigga fucking with this nigga more, like, it ain't the same when I fuck with him. It's different when he fucking with this nigga. Yeah, and I I mean, I think that that can happen. Yeah. Me, personally, I'm not like that. Right. I've never been in situations where I'm clocking niggas like that. Like, oh, these niggas hanging out more than they hang out with me. Right, 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 right. Only, I guess only if it's blatant, like, I'm trying to hang out with y'all. And y'all niggas always doing shit by yourself. And y'all dubbing it, like, nah, me and and D gonna go chill. Nah, you don't need to be part of it. That is a little different. So if that was what happening, I can understand it. But if it's just more, yo, these two niggas click. Like, they they go out often because they got the time to. And they like doing... I don't like doing the shit that they like to do. Right. I want to be in my room playing video games. Right. They want to be in the clubs. Go ahead, go yeah, in the clubs. Yeah. I'll be up here. That makes sense. I'm going to get jealous now that these niggas have a tight bond. Like, that That was weird, weirdo shit that, that he was doing at that moment in time. But I like Wale the most. I Not the most, but I like him a lot. Right. You know, out of the MMG crew. Okay. I would say I like Meek, number one. And I like Wale mm-hmm. after... In terms of of content, right, and <clears throat> I like Ross, but his projects have been hit or miss for me. Okay, so I, I, I definitely love Ross's last project, Port of Miami Two. Is Port of Miami Two was dope. That shit is fire. Definitely dope. All right, so Joe Budden made fucking headlines this week by calling Logic one of the worst rappers Yo, to ever. That <laughs> shit. I was like, wait, nigga, Logic made Spider Man. Nigga, what are you talking about? I don't know what's going on, bro. What Logic is not. I don't know if, if he's picking on him. I don't. I've seen interviews. With, Logic is kind of quirky to me, kind of weird. I ain't gonna hold you. The problem I is, I don't really listen to him like that either. Joe but. Budden feels like Logic is one of those vulture rappers that 
passes as a white guy. He can pass as a white yeah, he guy. Can, but he's but he's half black. And he's black to me. What he's what he don't look a lick of black. But nah, he definitely don't. Uh, but what I think Joe Budden's beef with Logic really is is he feels like Logic uses his ability to look white to his advantage and doesn't really live the life of a true rapper and only claims rap when it benefits him. Has Logic ever used an N-word? I don't... Yeah, he oh. has. He's used nigga in his music, but his fan base is all white. He caters his music to white people. I mean, nigga, he has to. <laughs> <laughs> he don't we, look... Yeah. We not gonna really... I mean, he has to know that. His camp is like, bro, that, you gotta switch with I you, mean, bro. the whole shit was Frank Sinatra. Right. The Rat Pack. Right. Everything was catered towards white people right. from jump. Like, you can't be Childish Gambino. I'm sorry. Yeah. Because he got everybody. I think his girlfriend was white. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. it's like, I think that's what Joe's real beef is, is you only claim this rap shit, this hip-hop lifestyle, this black culture, when it benefits you, mm. when you jump on a track with, uh, who the fuck was on that track with him? French Montana and uh, Juicy J, I think, or some shit like that. Well, what was the name of that record? It was some stripper joint. I I did I did hear that. I was actually I was surprised Logic was on that record. Actually, I'm I was, surprised they tapped him too. I was like, what the G Easy wasn't available. Yeah, because like, G Easy kill them type right. of tracks. I'm like French makes sense. I was like Logic and French. What the fuck they doing? Are they smoking weed? That's the only shit that makes sense. To My me. nigga, you could have put. Tiger on that right. shit. Tiger would have tore that shit up. Right. You could have put G Easy. My man G Easy would have killed it. Right. Logic Gucci is Gucci man, possibly. Yeah. Right. Logic is a very Meg the Stallion. You could have threw Meg on that bitch. Right. I don't know what. Logic is a very interesting choice. That that's a very interesting choice. But I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> and his verse, I haven't heard it yet, but that's what Joe was saying. Like his verse was trash. I don't think he's the worst rapper. Uh one of the worst, rather. I think there's plenty of rappers that are worse than Logic, and I think Logic has some hits out there. Like, no, let's Logic, not. Logic definitely had one eight hundred. Yeah, I was gonna say one eight. That shit is fire. That shit is fire, bro. But it's not a rap song. No, it's, it's not a rap it's song. It's a pop song. Yeah, it's but definitely a pop song. I don't. I I can't say he's one of the worst, but he's not. I kind of agree with Joe in terms of. Trying to dip in and out of the hip hop culture shit, right? When it benefits you, you you black and you on French, right? And all of that, but when it's not benefiting you, you're Frank Sinatra and the Rat Pack. Like, all right, bro. Right. So, <laughs> uh, good luck to you, Logic. Good luck. <laughs> use use some more Logic next time. <laughs> all right. Thank you. So we we into politics now. Yeah, boy. I think I don't know where you wanna you wanna start with the big news or I mean I think I I think we should start with the big news, bro. All right, so R.I.P. to Elijah Cummings. Big facts. That was some super sad news to wake up to. Very sad news to wake up to, and in lieu of this impeachment stuff, it only makes you wonder what the fuck is going on in Capitol Hill. Like, what's really happening? Yeah, I mean, it's a lot I, happening. I read he was he's been sick for a really long time, right? But he was one of the like yeah, he's a pioneers. One of the pioneers, and he was one of the last voices to really be talking sense, like not yeah. sounding too partisan, mm -hmm. and was just like, yo, you got to look at what's happening to the country. I don't really care about red or blue. I don't care where you stand, but you have to look and see that the fabric of this nation is being torn apart. And to not have that voice there anymore 
is really interesting to see right. how things are going to progress moving forward. Right. So for me, I'm like, I was like, I was, I was just waking up and I kept hearing like his name, and because I, I leave the I leave the TV on when I sleep, okay. so I'm hearing his name and then I finally like wake up and I hear like. Elijah Cummings has passed, and I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> right. You like, I you got woke up, up, woke up. Yeah, right. I was like, the fuck y'all right. talking about? And then I saw, and I was like, damn, we lost McCain yeah. and Elijah back to back, bro. Oh, yeah, that's a fact. Back to back, bro. I mean, bro, when when you just said that, it reminded me of when, what's his name died earlier this year? When Nip died, I was asleep. Mm. I was awakened by Achilles. It was like, yo. Go to the shade room. That I couldn't go back to sleep after that. I was like, just hearing to know that the people that you know are doing the work, doing pass, the work, it makes you be like, wow, like whoa. And it it kind of hurts because it's like, damn, I want to be in the position to pick up the mantle. Yeah, but I know obviously right now my voice isn't at no. the at the rate or capacity of yeah. a Nipsey Hustle, right, or an Elijah Cummings, right. Or John McCain. Or like, John McCain, right. I'm not there yet, so I can't pick up your mantle. Nah. So I'm really just sit, seeing the mantle fall. Right. And I have to sit here and be like, well, who is the next person to pick yeah, it up? Yeah, like who was the next one, right? Yeah. And that hurts. Because that's I what I keep thinking about. Like, damn, could have been you. Like, it, right. Yeah, like, yeah. yo, next person could have been one of us. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, we're not there yet. Right. And just it just adds on, because I know every day we all wake up and we're like, how do we get to the next level? Yeah. What do we need to do right. to get to that point? And that shit just kind of like falls on top of it. Like, damn, this important voice is no longer here. And I'm still not in a, an, at a place where I can pick that up right. and support what they were doing, the work that they were doing. I can do it in on the level that I'm at. Right. But I would love to be at the level where it's like I didn't let that person down. Because right. I don't know. That's how I feel. Like, damn, I'm kind of letting... That person and my people down, right? Because I'm not able to continue their work on this level that they were able to, right? So, well, we have to use his, him, you know, him and you know his prestige and everything that he stood for and fought for. I mean, we're talking about a man who marched with Dr. King. Facts. You know, what I mean, we're talking about a man who was there when the boycotts and the riots was happening and stood his ground. Facts. And even after the death of King, was like, all right, cool, King's mantle. I'm gonna still carry the torch. Facts. You know, what I mean, so yeah, the question, the the question is, who's next? But going back to what we're saying, um, we have this platform. So what we can do now is inform, educate, and inspire, and maybe. We are speaking to somebody right now who's like, oh, no, don't worry, or we're working on it, or no, you guys will get there, just probably not right this second. That's a fact. So, I mean, I have no doubt in my mind that yeah. we will get to a point where- the voice, Yeah, the voice will be there. Yeah, and yeah. we'll be influential to hordes of people. Yeah. I have no doubt in my mind. Um, it just, you know, you got to wake up every day and do the grind, and then- and go through those twenty four yeah, hours, hustle and bustle, son. and and not know where the story ends, and not know how the story ends. Yeah. So waking up and doing that twenty four every day, and not really knowing that you're gonna make it to the point you want to make it to. Yeah. It's it's a bit of it, it causes anxiety. It causes yeah, yeah, a lot of yeah. things. It's like, a mind boggling thing. 
Yeah, yeah, you wake up and you like, fuck. It's you versus you every day. Every day, As soon as you bro. get in that mirror and start brushing your teeth. You I feel like you. once you get to that mirror and start doing this, the day has officially begun. Yeah, that's no when, turning back. That's when you look yourself in the eyes and sometimes that question is, what are you doing? Right. What What are you doing? Right. Like You should go back in bed. You don't yeah. know what you're doing yet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you here again? Right. I thought you said you was going to be somewhere else. Right. But you here again looking at me. Right. That shit is crazy, In son. the same space. In the same space. Different exactly. year. You ain't elevate. You, you think you elevated. Nigga, you still here. You still uh. looking at me, nigga. I thought you said we was going to be in a penthouse. What happened? Like, that shit is, that shit is a lot, if, man. If the mirror could really talk back, the mirror probably pull you in. Like, listen, motherfucker. I ain't going to keep doing this shit every day. <laughs> I see you more than you see me. That's stop a, fucking around. Stop playing with me, yeah, son. Yeah. R.I.P. to Elijah Cummins, though, man. Yeah, uh, for sure. May God be with him and his family in this time of grief. And, you know... I'm looking forward to you know hearing the updates on what's next and who's possibly going to be the next person that's taken over his position and how this impeachment thing is going to roll out because he was basically in charge of that shit. So now that he's not, what the fuck is there going to be a pause? Is it well, be no, a Adam Schiff is in charge. It, it's Nancy Pelosi and Adam Schiff, okay, who are like in that right. They're um, like the delegates. Yeah, like. I. Elijah was was he the head of the intelligence? No, no, he's no. not. That's um, that's Nader. Um, but he did have an integral role. Yeah, somewhere yeah, he did have. It. Yeah, he did have an integral. He role had in some it. type of um top position. Yeah, I can't think of right now. But yeah, man. Um, but it's back to these fools. The Democratic debate. Yeah. Did you see that? Uh, I heard about it. I ain't seen it. Yo, these I, niggas is looking retarded. I don't watch these things, man. I don't, <laughs> Yo. I don't watch them. Yo, first of Wait, all. Wait, was this the debate that the transgendered, um, a transgendered person was um saying that they feel like there's not enough of them being represented? That was also on the news last week. I didn't hear nothing yeah, about there, that. There was a transgendered woman who stopped them from speak, like two people from speaking and was like, we're not being represented. And they didn't take the mic away from from her, nor did they turn the mic off. Uh, yeah, I don't there. think they would have. No, but I do. Th- I think last week they had a debate regarding like um, sexuality. Okay. Because I think there was a, a gay man who who picked up the mic and said, "What would you say to someone who says that marriage is between a man and a woman, one man and one woman?" And Elizabeth Warren was like. I would tell them, well, then marry one woman. Stop marrying multiple women. Talking about people who get divorced. Oh, she so didn't that shit. I think that there was a oh, there was a town hall or That's something. That's a rat race, bro. <laughs> yeah, so I think maybe that that might have happened there. This debate was, you know, regular debate style, but right. they they all started attacking each other, which mm. I knew was going to happen at some point, mm. but. Yo, I like Joe Biden, but this nigga ain't he looking he <laughs> he he's lost it, bro. He that, that ain't he look like he doesn't look sharp at all. That's it. He don't look sharp at all. Listen, man. I think this whole, you know, uh Ukraine situation with him and flabbergasted him. He <laughs> needs to step the fuck down now, God forbid, before he catch a heart attack like this guy. <laughs> Stop well, Bernie fucking. caught one. Yeah, stop fucking around, Joe. You could be the next person, bro. Take it Burn, easy. Bernie caught a heart Bernie attack. Definitely caught a heart attack last week, man. Um, but he bounced back. 
He, he was, definitely did bounce back. He was in that debate looking like he ain't catch nothing. And I'm right. like, how this nigga... I don't know. You just had a heart attack, bro. bro you're making this look too easy. You may- <laughs> Your heart is clearly on life support. We just don't know yet. <laughs> he Stop definitely playing. made it look too easy, bro. Right. I'm like, shit, I could have a heart attack and just bounce back a right. week later? Yeah. I ain't never heard of no shit like never that in no my life, like bro. That. What type of heart they give you? <laughs> is that your heart? Is that Kevin's this heart? Nigga. What's going on, right. <laughs> Nigga just was back and screaming. Yeah, screaming too. Like, bro, you stop. Yeah, like relax, bro. Cardi, tell your friend to stop. Cardi, tell him to chill. So you had you had him. Uh, Biden just doesn't. He never has like a clear answer to anything, wow. and he always looks like he's a little foggy. So he didn't learn anything. From I Obama's think that administration. He, <laughs> I think that I wanted him to be in the race, but that's also the next thing, though. I still want him to be in a race, but people have buyer's remorse, I think, because niggas is out here was screaming for Joe Biden to get into the race. Nigga finally gets into the race, and now all they do is tear him down. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is the craziest thing to me. Yeah. I'm not trying to tear him down. I'm just realizing and looking, and I'm like, him eight years ago would have probably killed this field. It's politics as usual, bro. Him now, he just doesn't look like his head is in the game. Nah. What For whatever reason. Pete Buttigieg, though? That nigga was looking aight, bro. Nigga was looking aight. <laughs> he was trying to kill niggas. He was going for blood. Beto O'Rourke, we keep telling this nigga every week. He, he's out of here. Like, right. this nigga got to relax. Right. Go home. Like, I'm thinking about him the other day, and I'm like, yo, you really, you really went for a presidential bid after going for the Senate position in Texas and losing. Right. And then you thought you was going to go and win the presidency? Mm. This has to be about your national profile. That's it. Mm. Kamala Harris, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Ever since the Power One Five interview, which happened like months ago, I, was, I don't know, bro. I just I I don't I don't get, know. I don't get a vibe that that I and then when they initially her profile started becoming more national, right. I was like, oh, she looks dope. I'm interested to see what she has to say. Right. Ever since then, bro, she was look sounding like a fucking. Villain off of a of the DC universe, right. and I will stop this madness. Like that was her punchline. That was a verbatim punchline. Are, wow. Why are you talking like a fucking DC villain? I will stop this madness. Did you help Joker? <laughs> Did you help Joker? Like what the right. fuck is that? Are you helping Joker now? Like who told you? All right, and here you're gonna say stop this madness. Right, and she said it with such oomph, like. Bitch, sit down. Yeah. Like, but nah. Uh, Elizabeth Warren is looking like she might take this shit. If it if it continues like this, Elizabeth Warren is definitely She's gonna be our next president of the United States. Yeah, yeah. first yeah. woman. First woman. Wow. If it goes this way, she's up there. Buddha Judge might swoop in. Biden keep look like he's taking right. notches down unless he really like switches it up and starts putting more energy in into what he's he's campaigning about. Um, I don't know. His he keeps dropping. Elizabeth did take some hits during this during this okay. debate, though. So, uh, we are gonna see what happens. And this right. nigga uh, Trump looks like it's getting worse. Nah, it's and getting worse, worse for this and worse, nigga, bro. Yeah, it's it's getting bad, bro. If he don't get impeached, I don't think many Americans are still standing behind him. No, 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 no. Because the corruption is there and blatant now. Yeah. Um, Mike Pence. Uh, I heard uh, on my way here. Um. He told Turkey um, to please have a ceasefire for the next five days. So Turkey, ceasefire for the next five days. 
to try to get some of those turds out and who, whoever is like in the fucked up, you know, hell holes that they've created to get out, but the troops will stay there. Mm. I was like, whoa. Sounds like it's about to be quarantined in a second. That's what the fuck. It don't mm. sound good, bro. I was like, no, nope. oh, this does not sound this good. Nigga Giuliani is, is a fucking supervillain. I don't know. He is out here bugging. This nigga look like the penguin, bro, <laughs> in real life. <laughs> <laughs> they trying to cast Jonah Hill for that. Right. They got Giuliani right there. Right. Like, God damn. But uh, it's looking bad. It's looking bad. Thank God. <laughs> it's looking bad. Thank God. Yeah, get, <laughs> get this nigga out of here. Right. All y'all white folks that was really behind that shit and all y'all black folks that was cooning behind that shit, mm. I hope y'all learned y'all lesson. <laughs> like... Get this fucking uh, celebrity in chief out of here. Right. It's not it's not here, but briefly, um, I definitely tagged you in it. Can we talk about the six nine deal that's basically on the table? And which which deal? Um the T V deal. Oh, he got a TV deal? He, bro, he has a he has a um documentary coming out called The Supervillain. Interesting. Yeah, I, I, t- I tag. Uh, I don't. I don't know if it was on a shade room or I, I tagged you on one of them shits. And it's our first. It was a rumor, but no, it's a real thing. It's coming out. It's called Supervillain. I'm like, bro, he's not even f- like this shit. He can't lose, Listen, bro. Get all the money. I said it last week. Get all the money you, you can. can for now. Yeah, because everybody's gonna watch that. I every, know I'm watching that shit. Everybody's every, gonna want to see what happens. Know what the fuck this is about. Yeah, everybody's Super gonna want to see. That's what you're calling yourself, bro. He had one of one of the most meteoric rises and falls of all time. Like, let's keep it a buck. Like, this might be up there with Hammer. Like, in terms of yeah. you made you shot up. Right, you was the number one yeah. artist and or then you got bankrupt. close. And I mean, I know the nigga not bankrupt yet, but no, I don't know if you'll ever return it to six nine of old. No, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if you're gonna because. We were, well, was it you or was it that somebody was saying if he just stays in the lane of making Fifi music, he'll survive? If he like makes records like that, I'm like, I don't even know. Nah, I don't think so. I don't know. If There's that's two problems, happen. and I keep saying it. There's two problems he has. I don't know who's going to want to do a feature with him. That's number one. And I don't know who's going to want to do a feature for him. That I don't know which producer is going to be like, yeah, we making the record for him. Which known producer, Mike, will make... Them niggas ain't making them records. I feel you. like the hip-hop community will be staying far yeah. away from Guilty him. Guilty by associate? Niggas ain't fucking with you. So... Hip-hop will, will, will not, will not uh, bend and fold for you. Unless, unless niggas is getting paid $10 million for a feature, which right. is, you know, his supposed... That, that's a catastrophic number. Yeah, nobody's paying niggas that for that. So Are you Drake? Because they're not paying that. I mean, and I'm sure there will be some dumb nigga that get on the track. But I'm talking about real... Oh, Hip hop niggas, right now. Like he'll never get another Nicki Minaj feature. Nah, nah, nah. If he does, I'd be shocked. He'll never get a Drake feature. He'll never like he'll he. I just don't see he's in a box. M- many people fucking with him musically, so he'll have to put out a project which is mainly just him on it. Right. And I don't think his music is made for that. You know, like he shines when he's on projects with other people. I joined with a boogie. He sounds lit. I fuck with that record. Yeah, the Swerving. shit with 50. Oh, the mm. shit with 50, I fuck with that. It's lit too. Yeah. But him by himself, all he had was gummo and... I mean, he can do it. I don't know for how long we're going to want to listen to it. But the content got to be different now too. Yeah. The con- yeah. 
he I don't know what angle he's gonna come from, bro. I'll be, I I want to see that. That's because, all I can say because you can't count him out now. No, because super villain from what I read is basically about this whole situation. So we're actually gonna hear from his point of view, and I guess maybe inserts of other people who sign on that they want to say something on it. So it's basically a docu series. I mean, I definitely want to see that. Villain, I'm like, Whoa. and I. Like you said, I it's really hard to count him out a hundred percent and say he's never gonna make a comeback. He might surprise the whole fucking world next year. Twenty, I feel, something tells me twenty twenty for everybody is a very special year. Politics, entertainment, film, music, fashion, pop culture, us, pop, pop. It's gonna be it's, a wild twenty twenty. I mean, people, twenty twenty means total vid. That means nigga, you seeing shit for like. Up close, like there's no, it's what it is. It is what it is. This shit is in is. full alignment. Full alignment, bro. We're not gonna see another right. 2020, 30, 30, right? For a thousand years, right? <laughs> so there's a thousand years, minimum thousand years before we'll see another double double, right? In in terms of 2020 or 30, 30. This or, really is fucking history, son. So. We living in a very interesting time. Right. 2020 could be something magical. I'm hoping it's positively I'm magical. I'm hoping it's positive, bro. I hope we really come to enlightenment in this year. Yeah, more enlightenment. More life. God yeah. damn, son. I heard about some shooting on the way here that happened in the summer in fucking Brownsville. And they said they, they finally caught the, the killer because he confessed. I'm like, God damn, son. We got to stop that shit, too. Yeah. What's the tough knot, broski? Tough knot. Oh, man. What a fucking uh, interesting week. Uh, do not take your circumstances for granted. Um, always remember that it could be worse. And like I've been preaching, I've been preaching this theme for a while now, these last few weeks. God is still the greatest. Mm. So... Uh, yeah, do not look at your circumstances and be like, damn, I'm never going to get out of it. I'm never going to um, see, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel. And also, too, don't, you know, which is something that I was doing, don't constantly put yourself in a mental space where you feel like you are doing this purposefully and that's why the bad things are happening. I'm just looking at it as, to be honest, it's a part of my journey and my um uh, path, you know, because it's going to prepare me for something greater. And like, like my dad told me, you know, when you know the situation was happening, to me, he was like, "Yo, son, it can only get better." And I told him today, I was like, "Dad, you were right." So God is still the greatest. That's a fact. What would Dad say? Um, dad would say, as I celebrated another year of life. Yes. I was talking to one of my friends during the brunch that they took me to, and they had asked me, they said, like, what happens when you get to this particular stage of life that you're in? And I said, to be honest, I feel like you get a superpower around this time. And I know I sound like Kanye West right now, but hear me out. (laughs) I feel like whether it's a accumulation of experience or maturity, or whatever, when you get to certain stages in your life, the world just looks different. Like, they're just things that you can notice and you can pinpoint way differently than 
when you were younger. And I'll give a couple of examples. So when I was in my 20s, my early 20s, I feel like I forced a lot of things. So if the shit was a square and I had a circle, I was going to make that circle fit into the square. Mm. Like I was going to force it to fit. And that was across the board, whether it was love life, whether it was music that I was creating, whether it was a situation that I wanted to go my way and the way that I thought it should go, I would force these situations to happen. And although some people would say that that tenacity is good, it is. I think when you get older, though, you understand when to force something, when it's necessary to put your all into something and make it happen. And when it's not. So, I mean, you know my dating experience with dealing with certain women. And it's like, yo, this person just ain't for you, bro. Right, right, right. It's not not that you're not good enough for them. Mm. It's it's damn sure not that. Like, you're doing way better than them. And you're pursuing them. (laughs) Like, it's not that they're doing that they're... Damn! (laughs) (laughs) Boom, boom, boom! I'll just keep it in a stack. We Damn, know, son. we know, <laughs> we know what Yo, time it was. I'm hey, it's not that swerving. <laughs> it's not that like you're not Stick good enough <laughs> for for this individual. It's that they're just not for you. Some people, some places, and some things are just not for you. It's right. really that simple. Some you you like a hood bitch, but you're not from the hood. There's a reason why y'all not clicking. You know what I'm saying? She want a nigga for us going to slap her up a little bit because she liked that. You don't, right. you wasn't raised that way. Nah. So y'all are mixing is like oil and water. She's either going to taint you into doing things that you not used to doing and you really don't want to do. Right. Or you're going to pull her out of her comfort zone quicker than she's ready to be brought out of. And that's happened to me a couple times where I've dealt with somebody and I'm pulling them out of a comfort zone they're not ready to get out of. And when you do that, that causes other issues. You think you're doing something positive. You think you're helping somebody out. But if you take a fish out of water before they're ready, they're going to drown. I mean, it's that simple. Before you're ready to put them into the next pond, you got to carry them a a thousand miles and ain't no water in between that. They're going to die. They, not drown. They're going to dry out. They're going right. to die. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They might not be ready for that transport into the ocean. They might still be in that, I want to stay in the pond. Keep me in the pond. Like So in those situations, you got to not force it with people. You got to not force it with, with things. Like There are times where you might want something so bad, you're going to do anything for it. But... If you got to do too much and you're not going to get that back, then let it be. Sometimes right. it's not the time or that thing just ain't for you. Right. And and I think that as you get older and as you experience certain things, as you mature as an individual, you just start to be able to decipher those things a lot better. Um, and the other thing that I really like realize that in this point in my life is just observing things and seeing where the path that is going down. And I think I told you this before, but it's li- it feels like, that's why I call it a superpower. It feels like a superpower when you can hear something that someone tells you mm-hmm. and just from the tonality that they're speaking, just from how they said it, just from what they're talking about, 
it's like you can catalog and profile everything happening with that individual and know exactly where they're going. Right. Know exactly what's about to happen. Like, hmm, this is where this is leading that person. This is what's going to happen. And then three months later, hearing exactly what you knew was going to happen with them. Right. So I call it a superpower because it's just literally like even when people are lying to me, I can just see it, see damn. right through it damn. and be like, damn, this is exactly what's really happening with you. Right. Like some girls will do that. Good luck with everything, man. Yeah, exactly. Girls will do that. I mean, the young people I work with sometimes will do it. People that I'm, you know, friends, family, right. they'll say things a certain type of way. And it's like, due to experience, I'm like, you're lying. <laughs> I know exactly. I got you. No, yeah. And I know exactly what's, what's happening with right. you. Okay. Da, 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 da. Right. But um, people, places, and things sometimes are just not for you. And I just think that just being in a certain place in your life, right. you have to just understand when to not force situations. Right. So for me, that happened in my later 20s into my 30s. And for people listening who may be younger, I want you guys to like really take heed to that now. Like, Don't force situations. Let it come to you. They, it, it's in all your music. Drake says it all the time. Like Kanye says it. You have to just chill out and just let things come to you. Don't force it because right. those are the things that benefit you the most. The ones yeah. that you have to, you keep chasing and chasing and chasing. You, you're expending so much energy. Right. By the time you get it, you don't, you can't keep it because it's going to run away from you. Right. You know, so like you just got to relax, let things, the things that come to you will stay to you. Right. Like think about a pet. Think about a dog that's running away from you. And when you catch up to that dog, you out of breath, that dog just runs away again. Mm. Think about the dog that comes and stays with you, though. The one that lays under you and and you don't have to do much work. That's the one that you feel love you the most. So just uh, heed to those words. So that's what Dad would say. It's a big fact. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of Dad Has Some Bow Ties. Bye. I don't know why the fuck my phone keep blowing up. But we about to figure it out. Swerving. Peace. (laughs)